Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for listening in today. I'm glad you're with me. Uh, yesterday I started talking about America a little bit, and I just ended up talking about standing up for the principles that are in the Word of God. Too many times we are throwing out the Word of God for our own ideas, and we're justifying sin, and it's time to stop. It's time to stand up. Yesterday I shared the phenomenal verse, Second Chronicles 7.14, and I'll say, share it again today because it's a great verse. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Our Heavenly Father, we need our land healed. We need the power of God to be spread across this nation, across this state. God, help us to stand up for your truth. Help us not to give in to those that talk and just try to justify sin. Lord, may we not justify sin anymore. May we be people of God all the time. I love you, Lord. I give you thanks for these great, dear people. In Jesus' name, amen. We must start listening to God. The importance of listening to God, folks, it is vital. And people, we cannot listen to God unless we spend time with God. That is why prayer is so essential. That's why in the morning time, this morning, in fact, I woke up again early and I said, I've got to go up. I've got to go up to my prayer room and pray. I want to do that every single day. I want to call upon my Heavenly Father because I know He hears me and He responds to me. Oh, I don't get the the microphone that says, Tom, go thee therefore to Jerusalem. But he lays on my heart. The Holy Spirit quickens my heart and helps me understand things. He gave me ideas this morning, I believe, that were from him about a situation I'm dealing with with, with uh, hiring and, and different things. And I believe that God wants to, to share with us, but we have to spend time alone with him. That's why we must pray. We must be a praying people. No excuses. But pray and ask God to lead us and give us courage to stand up. Stand up to the ways of the world and be bold for him. Yesterday I told you and I said, you know, we have our day of prayer in May, the National Day of Prayer and the State Day of Prayer. And, and you know, we only had about 250 show up for that. Shoot, we should be having the 1,000 or more show up for that. We need to be there in force. Next year i got a plan to try to get my church there in force, which hopefully would be 250 that might show up. I mean, that would be awesome if we could just make a difference and say we're going to start praying together. We can give an hour out of our day. We can plan it ahead. Our boss would probably even give us an extra 15 minutes to get to work and back. Or you could come for a part of it. But you know what? We've got to be people who stand in the forefront of prayer. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. He will give you boldness and words when you don't have words and power to overcome the darts of the enemy when you pray. He will give you those things. You know, God had a big plan for Jonah in the Old Testament. I, even non-Christian people know the story of Jonah. They call it Jonah in the well, even though the Bible talks about it being a big fish. And we know it was probably, you know, people... Uh, Call it a well because a well is about the only fish that size that could swallow a, a human being. And, um, but God might have made that fish just exactly right. He might have developed just that fish for that moment. Most people have heard the story, whether they're churched or not. But I want to read to you Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. 
Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went, out, he went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Folks, that's never a good plan to flee from the Lord. God had a plan for Jonah to go minister to a big city that so needed God, that was so corrupt, they needed God, and they were ripe for the harvest. But Jonah couldn't handle the assignment, so he ran the other way, and he caught a ship to Tarshish. Too many people today are running away from the Lord because they don't want to change their ways, and they're afraid to stand up for God's truth, and so turn their back on God. They want to be socially acceptable. They want to be accepted by their families. Too many of us give in to our families. We have extended family coming into town, and, and they don't know anything about God, and they, they don't have anything to do with God, and so we decide, well, we'll leave God out of the picture while they're here. My goodness, who are we? Who are we? Are we really people of God? You say, well, I don't want to alienate them. They're already alienated. They're already uh, not serving God. They're already headed to a devil's hell. Isn't it time for somebody to stand up and say, I am a Christian. I'm going to stand up for what I do. I don't have to pre. I don't have to cram Jesus down anyone's throat, but I can certainly live Jesus every day. America, it is time to repent. It is time to repent. It's time to turn away from those thoughts, turn away from evil. Let us see God clearly and stop dangling the apple of worldly approval around us. Of course, from there, most of us know that the ship, uh, Jonah's ship, it was in trouble. And it was about ready to sink. And so Jonah was down there sleeping. Oh, the man, the boat was rocking and the storm was rocking. Jonah was sleeping. They yelled down, Jonah, we're having these trouble. We're going to die. Come and help us. You know, and, and Jonah knew. It was new. It was caused because of his sin. Believe me, folks, calamity is caused because of sin. So he said, throw me overboard and everything will be okay. And they didn't want to do that. They tried all the harder to make, the, uh, to make it. But they realized they only had one choice. They threw Jonah overboard. People, we have got to stand up for truth. They threw Jonah overboard, and of course he was swallowed by a large fish, which most presumed to be a whale, but we don't know as large fish, because there are not many large fish that can swallow a man, as I said earlier. But Jonah was fortunate. He stayed alive in a fish. Now, that doesn't sound like a pretty good proposition, does it? Staying alive in a fish? Can you imagine sitting on fish guts down underneath a fish or whatever it might be? That just doesn't sound good. I remember years ago in, in Sunday school seeing a picture of Jonah. He was sitting down in, a, in the fish and had a fire lit inside the fish. You know, people did all sorts of weird things. But I don't think he had it that comfortable. I don't think that was just, oh, that's a great situation, man. I'm just going to live here and enjoy the fat of the of the fish to, to live. No, it's a horrible situation. But God kept him alive. Why? Because God had a plan, and God is a God of second chance. He gave him a second chance. Aren't you glad that God is a God of second chance, that he's given you a chance to respond? Today, some of you out there, you're not living for God like you ought, and you're standing up for the things that are absolutely against the Word of God. Folks, it is time to turn. It is time to repent and say, Lord, I'm going to start living by the Holy Word of God. I'm going to be people of principle. I'm going to be a person that's going to make a difference. I'm not going to be swayed by the world any longer. I'm standing up. 
Listen to this, Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh is a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninev- Listen to this. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. Put on sackcloth to mourn, to honor God, to say, I'm going to honor you first. I'm going to, I'm going to mourn the past and, and look to the future and know that God is, God is there for me and that God will give me strength from this day forward. Yes, they changed. Again, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh, and this time he listened. And it took him three days to get through the large town. But God had prepared the way. The city was ripe for the harvest. And the scripture says the Ninevites believed God. People, I'm telling you that there are many in this world who are ripe for spiritual harvest. They are your family members. They are your work associates, your neighbors, your bankers, your friends. But they need someone who will have the boldness to speak Jesus into their lives, and to love them with the love that Jesus gives, to step through the door that God opens. God always opens doors. When you pray and you look for doors to open, I'm telling you what, he opens them all the time. I, I, he opens doors up for me on a daily basis. It is amazing. And when you start looking for it, you start seeing it, and you start seeing the power of God unfold. The nation was healed because they repented. God will heal our nation if we repent, if we turn away from sin and the ways of the world and allow Jesus to be our Lord and our Savior and to guide us in every area of life. In the Library of Congress and other areas, you used to find uh, scriptures engraved. I don't know now if I haven't been, I'm going to be back there here. Actually, when I get back, I can tell you a lot more. I'm going on a trip back east, probably as you're listening to this uh, show. But there was a scripture that said, Micah 6, 8 says, What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and walk humbly with thy God? All over the place there were scriptures back in D.C. Now I know they're trying to get rid of them, and I don't know what, which, which ones they've gotten rid of, but I'm anxious to see where God is proclaimed because we do not want to leave God out of our life, out of our nation. Every one of us have, has an opportunity to walk humbly with our God if we humble ourselves and believe our God means business in our lives. We need to pray for spiritual revival. Pray that God will revitalize the people of America to truly be one nation under God and to be a nation that witnesses to the world. And we'd see revival take place. You know, there's a revival going on in China, in, China, in the underground. Thousands upon thousands are coming to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior because there's people that have boldness and are led by the Holy Spirit of God and they're sharing the good news of Jesus. You know, missions are so important. You know, our church recently has been responding to Dr. Vincent Katuku's mission in, in Kenya, and he is uh, doing a phenomenal job. He was trying to raise a couple hundred, actually $100,000 because if he had a grant that would, or somebody would donate a hundred thousand if he raised a hundred. And our church just recently is given a bunch of money to that, and I'm so glad for that because it is changing lives. There are a lot of things changing lives in America. We need to stand up for those things that are changing lives. Act on what you believe. You know, be people who stand up for God's truth. He will bless you for it if you obey Him. 
Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.